Hello, I'm Sinead. And I'm Brian. Each week we introduce each other to a film that we love. If the other's not equally enamoured, it could mean the end of our 22-year relationship. Warning, there will be spoilers, swearing and undoubtedly arguments. This is Reasons to Dump You, the podcast that means everything. Okay, um, hello. hello, welcome welcome back to uh, Reasons to Dump You. Correct. Um, we are in week 5,768. The time has flown. Hasn't it just? And it is my turn. Do, 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 do. So finally, we'll get a good film that uh-huh. we can all enjoy. <laughs> Not that you're overly confident at all. Well... On this one a little bit. I mean, generally in life, but go oh, yeah. on then. Okay. So, let me give you some clues as to what we're going to watch Please this do. week. Please do. So, the film was released in 1982. Oh, another mm. 80s classic. Oh, okay. And it's the first in a franchise of five films, with okay. the last one being made in 2019. Or released in 2019. Are you serious? I am. 82 to 2019. I am. 2019? Yeah, I said it correctly. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't mean 19? Uh, okay, what's... Sorry, that's two clues. Yeah. What's my third clue? No, no, that was the first clue. Oh, so oh, that was... released in 1982 and it was the first in a franchise of five films. Right. Um, it's based on a 1972 novel called First Blood by David Morrell. Oh, no. And my last clue is it's the first Hollywood blockbuster to be released in China, Mm. where it held the record for the most tickets sold by an American film until 2018. Oh, what outstripped it in 2018? I don't know. Um, Didn't tell me that. Really annoying. Handed it down. I'll I'll try and find that fact out then. Thank you. I I think I know what it is because of your second clue. Go on. Is it Rambo? <laughs> it is Rambo First Blood. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. What? Oh, what is it even about? Sylvester Stallone. Lots I know. of non flashbacks. Oh. Lots of killings. Okay. Lots of disgruntled man in, out in America who's got a disgruntled sheriff. I don't really remember it hugely well, but I just remember it was very exciting when I was young. Oh, is it not set in, in war? Oh. Oh. Oh, I always thought Rambo was set like during... Flashbacks. Oh, oh my God. Are they as good as Cobra Kai flashbacks? Nam. (laughs) I can't remember. I think they're probably on a path. You just keep saying Nam. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, okay. Well, let's do this then. Let's watch old uh, Sly Stallone, as I like to call him. Let's do it. We're going to watch it on Netflix, where it is. Oh, it's on Netflix. Yep, apparently so. Rambo, okay. So, um, yeah, we'll go and watch it there and we will have a chat about this wonderful trend setting. Yeah. Um, critics have been back to re-review it since it became so popular. Apparently it wasn't very popular on its release. Oh, you do surprise me. But has me. since been reviewed and has been given great acclaim, especially for um, Mr Stallone's character. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Adrian! Does he do that? No. No. That's Rocky, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay, let's go Unfortunately, watch... Unfortunately, you've seen Rocky, so I can't introduce I quite enjoyed Rocky, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's go and watch Rambo. Okay. And we'll come back and chat about it soon. Cool. Bye. Bye. They drew first blood, Brian. They drew first blood. They drew it. At least now I know why this film has that subtitle. There you go. Exactly. So much to learn. So, Rambo, we have watched Rambo First Blood. 
1982. Did they add the first blurb when they made sequels? No, I think it was always there because it was after the book. Ah, uh, right, wasn't it? The book by David Morrell. By David Morrell. Oh, I've done my research. Don't Makes you worry. Sense. Cool. I look forward to it. Um, so I suppose let me start with a synopsis. Yes, please. Um, so I'm going to use the IMDb synopsis because it's short and sweet, and um, I'm I'd like to know your thoughts on it. Go for it. So here they are. A veteran Green Beret Mm -hmm. is forced by a cruel sheriff and his deputies to flee into the mountains and wage an escalating one-man war against his pursuers. Absolutely spot on. I mean, that is basically what happens. Kind of. What do you mean kind of? That's exactly what happens. That's the whole film. Well, he wasn't forced to flee in. Oh, well, let's not even... I mean, do we really want to get into the... uh... (laughs) The fact that Rambo chooses to, to go down this route. I mean, the poor man clearly has PTSD, so let's, you oh, know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we will, you know, we will give him... We'll touch on that, some, I'm sure. Some, you know, benefit of the doubt there. But, uh, so, yeah, none of this needed to happen. None, no. none of it. None oh, of no. it. No, no, no. I mean, it really is a lesson in just be nice. Just be nice. Be nice, guys. Be nice. Not every drifter... It's scum. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you don't quite have to go off on the deep end quite as much as yeah. Mr Rambo, yeah. as I shall refer to him, does. Exactly. And um, we should really ban guns. So. Um, Good luck getting that over the line <laughs> in the States, but there you go. <laughs> so let's let's get started at the top. The opening scene. Ooh. Right, the opening scene. Do you remember watching... Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I'm not talking about the Tim Burton one. I'm talking about the old yeah. Gene Wilder, Charlie and Chocolate. And do you remember how that opened? And it was like some sort of like Bavarian yeah. uh, kind of... This had the same sort of, you know, generic Eastern European vibe thing going on. I didn't know what, where, you know, I didn't know the plot of Rambo. Yeah. Um, and I thought, oh, we're, we're probably, we must be in some Eastern European country. No, we weren't. We were in America. Okay. So I'm going to disagree with you on that. Just because there are trees <laughs> doesn't mean it's Eastern Europe. No, come on. It looked. And there was like this music playing. And, and then there was like a little sort of Irish cottage on the side of the road. And it was like, where are we? What's going on? What romantic TV drama have I stumbled well, into? I'm sorry. I thought it was very reminiscent of um, The Incredible Hulk as it used to be on the TV. Oh, yes. You know, yes. He always had a walking scene. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah. David Banner, is yeah. that his name? Yeah. John Rambo. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But I do agree, the rural community was a little bit... What's that M. Night Shyamalan film? The Village. The Village, yeah. It was very much like that. Yeah. He suddenly turned up at this community and they're like... That's not Shyamalan. And obsessed with that film. I know. And he goes over and he's like, you know, I want... He, no, what's the guy's name? Delmar. Delmar. He's looking for Delmar Barry. <laughs> Delmar, yeah. yeah. And that's really unfair because actually I thought he was excellent in this film. Mr. Stallone? Yes. I'm going to call everyone Mr. Something. Um, that's the level of respect I feel these people need. I thought he was marvellous. Yeah. I, I, I was on board for him. I was yeah. there for his performance. I just felt it all got a little bit out of hand. Okay, so... He's looking for, he's looking for he's his looking buddy for Delmar. Delmar. Yeah, and basically... An old lady, who I think might have been Delmar's wife, maybe his mum. Well, I'm not sure. 
after my research, which you know I like to do, yeah. the jury's out on that. Ah. Was it Delmar's wife? Was it his mother? No idea. And most people were sort of saying she seemed a little bit too old to be his mm. wife. Yeah. But we didn't see Delmar, so it was a bit of a daft Well, exactly. Poor old Delmar didn't make it, did he? But Killed by cancer killed from by... the napalm. Yeah. The other interesting thing, um, the actress who's playing Mrs. Barry, who the hell, it, nobody knows who she is. Who's Mrs. Barry? The the late the his wife oh, okay. or because his surname is Barry, so his okay. wife or um, mother. Yeah. Uncredited. I spent no. twenty. I spent like more than twenty minutes. I spent quite a lot of time on on the internet trying to find out who the hell she is. Nobody seems to know. That's so cool. Nobody seems to want to tell us who this woman is. Isn't that weird? That's really cool. Though. Yeah. I well, like that. No, but I admire yeah. her. I mean, maybe that. that was her choice. Maybe she was like, I don't. But the one thing Maybe I... she saw the film and then was like, don't credit me in this. You look like you want to slap me. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> Sorry. So he goes to the rural community and within like a minute of the film starting, we know him. There's the first mention of Nam. Nam. You know, where's Delmar? He was with me in Nam. Mm. There's a picture of us in Nam. He died of cancer from all that iron shake. Obviously, I assume it mean napalm that they used to drop on everybody. Mm. And he's dead. He's dead. John thinks, what do I do now? John, you're awfully casual, oh, aren't well, you? you know, Mr. Rambo. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Rambo. So obviously he starts to walk. Because where else is he going to go? Well, he's a drifter. Yeah, well, he's clearly a drifter. Mm. Mm. I mean, look at his hair. I know. <laughs> Hippie. A, a, a good barber would uh, like to have a crack at that, wouldn't they? Yeah. So off he goes walking. And and then it goes... And I'm only mentioning these step by step because I thought it was brilliant. Then it goes to the sheriff coming out of... Oh, yeah. The, like, in, his, in his, like... Yeah, he's coming out of his town. office. And, like, straight away, he's a real community man. Hi, Doris. How are you? Are you Everybody uh, passes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't believe you even know that many people. How small is this town? I know. It, it's just brilliant because I just thought, wow, it's it's very expository, but it's kind of done in a way where he doesn't say it, but you instantly, like, he knows everyone. And then he sees John walking along the road. Doesn't like the look of him, does he? He just doesn't like the fact he's walking. No. It's America, you should be in your car. The other thing I've noted about this sheriff, yeah. obsessed with cleanliness. He makes some comment to some bloke that he oh, talks yeah. to. Um, he might have a wash or take something. a bath or something and he's also concerned about Mr Rambo's state of hygiene mm. I mean I don't think he didn't look unclean no I thought he was a great actor though I've seen him in a lot of stuff ah you want to know who he was I do so that was uh, Sheriff Teasel and he was played by Brian Dennehy absolute mm. shed loads of stuff yeah I mean, like yeah, yeah, you yeah. know he's, it's one of those things where he's probably been in everything yeah um, yeah yeah and he sees John and he picks him up he says, oh, I'll give you a lift. And he starts talking to him about how the community is a nice community, how they don't basically like his type. He's an unwashed, long-haired hippie. If he wants to get on here, he should have a wash or whatever it was. And he'll drive him up to the next point. Yeah. And John's like, what's your problem? He wants him out of town, man. Yeah, he doesn't want people like that in this town. Yeah, He wants him out of town. Because his town's boring. And he likes boring. Mm. I thought you should watch Beast if you like boring. So... He... Wow, ouch. <laughs> Let's um, not go down that angry argu- argument route again. Um, he drives him out of town, yeah, basically. drives him out of town, drives him all the way through. John's like, oh, we might have something to eat. No, yeah, Already no. trying to catch a free meal for Sheriff. <laughs> Sheriff's like, no chance. Second. Look, he's a war veteran. He deserves a little bit more respect. He does. Thank you for your service. He goes all the way through and he drops him at the far side of town. He goes over a bridge. 
Oh over yeah, the bridge, this bridge. Once you're over the bridge, yeah, no, you can't walk back. You can't walk back across the bridge. Yeah. So he drives him over the bridge, drops him, turns around. I'm assuming he makes some comment about his hygiene again, <laughs> and off he goes. Mm. So what does John do? He comes back, doesn't he? He's just like, nah, I'm going back over the bridge. Yeah. Starts to walk back towards the town. And all hell breaks loose, basically. Should never walk back towards town. Well, I think he should be able to go wherever he wants. However, yeah. I think this whole catastrophe could have been avoided if he just carried on and gone somewhere else. Like, well, yeah. Like, or, or if the sheriff had just bought him a cup of coffee. Yeah, exactly. So, Come on, mate. I'll Come take on. you to the mm. diner. Get the man a cup of coffee and some toast. Or if Mrs. Barry had, had been, you know, a bit more welcoming to him when he turned up looking for Delmar. Yeah. What would what? Where would we be if he might have stayed with her, raised the kids? We would have had a whole different John Rambo, which, by the name, it's is that actually a surname? It's the most ridiculous name ever, isn't it, Rambo? Well, what were we going to call it? I don't know. Smith like, first blood. Well, but Rambo, it doesn't. Well, go on then. What, what? John Rambo. I'm not convinced. What else? What else could we use? Um, Schwimmer s- first blood. Slate. Yeah, that'd be quite good. Slate. No? Oh dear. So so he anyway. starts walking back towards the town and he gets picked up and the and the sheriff is like basically really trigger happy. Oh, like oh the sh- whole straight away. The whole police force in this town are really yeah. trigger happy. Get out of the car, I've got my gun on you. What you got your scum? I mean it was it was ridiculous. And then and then he found something that I'd totally forgotten about since I saw this film as a kid. And something that will scare the shit out of you. Right. He found something. Yeah, he found something on Rambo. A knife. John's knife. Yeah. Now, I'd totally forgotten this. And I hope I haven't made this up. I don't believe Oh my I God, have. this is going to be something psychotic about you, isn't no, it? No, no. No, but oh thanks. Thanks for the trust. <laughs> They used to sell those when I was a kid. Oh yes, I in my in my internet research. Yes, you could buy a yeah. Rambo knife. Yeah. Yeah, a friend of mine, well, someone at my school, not a friend, <laughs> had a Rambo knife, and you they were sold. They were huge things. I'm holding my hands quite far apart here. Massive knives with a handle, and I remember when he took it away from me. I was thinking, oh god, he used to have a sewing kit in the handle. And, a, ah, and um, a compass, compass at yeah. the end of the handle. Yeah. And I thought, oh, weird. And then later on he uses the compass. Yeah. But I remember seeing them in the windows of shops, the Rambo knife. Oh, my goodness. And you could go in as a kid at my age, but this was also a time where you could also buy a blank firing gun without getting questioned in my hometown. <laughs> um, trust me. And, yeah, they used to sell these Rambo knives. They were like a six-inch blade with a bloody great big handle. They had this groove down the blade, apparently, which helped bloodletting. So when you stabbed them, it stuck in them. It had a serrated edge to saw wood. And they would sell it to you at any age, under the age of 18. I at would least like they to would know... in our local Army Navy surplus store in Kings Lynn. Well, what would have been the RRP on that? Because what kids got money to be buying knives like that? I don't think they were hugely expensive. I think they were about 35 quid. I th- I'm Ooh, sure someone back in the eighties, that was quite. That's quite a lot, isn't it? But for a Rambo knife, Mum, I want to go down the uh, down the shop and get I mean, myself a Rambo at knife. At Christmas, you get given money by everybody. You might rack up thirty five quid straight down Rambo knife. Kill the kill school. But honestly, they used to sell it. I, yeah, no, no, it, I'd yeah. Totally forgotten. They used to sell it. Well, I'm glad you got that traumatic flashback. 
It wasn't traumatic at all. I even remember the box. <laughs> it was cool. Oh my god, you're actually quite excited. Did you yeah, want one? Is this I the really thing? did. Yeah. I really did. And mm-hmm. I'd just totally forgotten about them. And I wouldn't have had a clue what to do with it. I'd have probably cut my own fucking head off. But I don't think your mum would have been too chuffed if you'd walked back in the house. I don't with think a I would have walked back in and said, Mum, look what I've bought. You might have been naive enough to think, like, oh, this is. No, I think it would have got confiscated. I think I knew that if I walked into my mum and went, Mum, look what I've bought, a combat knife. She wouldn't have said, oh, that's a lovely compass. Let's keep it. You'd have been straight in therapy. Well, I don't know about therapy. Mm. Maybe that cupboard under the stairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> back under there, Potter. Holding that car battery. Yeah, so he's, yeah, he's, he's carrying this knife around. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's America. That's probably fine. Yeah, but what I love is the knife seems to bother them more than if he'd have been carrying a gun. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's a knife. What do you use it for? Hunting. Yeah, chance of finding. Yeah, that's right. Because they make fun of him because he says it's for hunting. Hunting yeah. what? He's in the woods. What, what do you mean? What, what? So if it's not a rifle, it's not hunting. Well, I don't um, know. These these cops... Are... Cops were arse. I mean, let's get on to this because I found this most disturbing. These cops were, yeah, out and out assholes basically. And utterly, utterly lawless. Yeah. And yet one of them ends up working for crime scene investigation. Miami, isn't it? Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. It's the little ginger fella. David David Caruso. Yeah. Our friend's mum's favourite programme, <laughs> CSI. Yeah. Um, I don't think I would have recognised him if you hadn't said, yeah. look who it is. Um, it was also in Twins, by the way. As who? I don't know. I don't think necessarily... Well, not as you one know. of the main two. He wasn't Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah. He, Danny he wasn't DeVito. Danny DeVito or Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, okay. Yeah, David Cre- Yeah, CSO Miami. Um, he was actually the most level-headed yeah. officer out of all of them. Yeah, yeah. He made the odd comment like, oh, this we, is not right. Yeah. Or, he's going to kill us all. Or he's um, a creeper. And when they stripped Rambo, because obviously, oh you know. Yeah, I mean, so, so obviously this escalated from... A homeless guy with a knife. They they're trying to drive him out of town. He yeah. doesn't he doesn't do anything no, apart from return nothing, to the town. Nothing at all. He walks across a bridge. So that they bring him crime. back in. But because he's carrying a knife, they can bring him back okay, in. Okay, but they bring him back in, they they strip him, they hose him down. I mean this goes. Yeah, because they want him clean. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's this obsession Ob- yeah. again. Obsession with cleanliness and it all gets a bit homoerotic. It's all like let's hose him down, let's watch him oh, yeah, while yeah. we're hosing him down. Yeah. I mean um, he's covered in scars, and I think yeah. David Caruso's character comments on that at that point. Yeah, and understandably, he has a few flashbacks of when he was taken prisoner of war in Nam. Yes, the flashback because they're hitting him with sticks and hosing him down. And I've got to be honest. Yeah, the first flashback. What the hell? I I thought I was having some sort of seizure. So I think the first flashback, he sort of look, looks across, and as memory serves me, it looked like he looked at sort of a grill on the yeah he was in a pit looking up yeah but it sort of all all went a bit you know like almost like wayne's world where it kind of it felt weird it sort of went all juddery and strange now maybe you were just drunk oh (laughs) i was meant to watch this sober (laughs) damn it okay next time yeah poor mr rambo Mm. flashback after flashback after flashback and i wrote it here and the one thing i didn't understand is knowing americans as i no Americans don't really but I mean yeah. I have no but limited knowledge we've yeah. been there a fair few times stuff like that they love their armed forces they do big fans the phrase thank you for your service it didn't come up once big thing no they all seem to hate soldiers hate them well it's the NAM thing isn't it yeah but 
I don't think he'd been back a couple of weeks. Mm. I agree with you. If it was Mike from American Pickers, oh. he would be he Mr. Rambo would be being thanked for his service. Yeah, and he'd have probably bought the knife off of him for five thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. Put him up in an old Beetle, Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> nice. I'd love to see that episode. Let's do Mike that. Wolf meets John Rambo. <laughs> what a great crossover! No, they have no respect. Um, and the justice system fast. Oh, oh. Arrested, beaten, hosed, told he'll see the judge in the morning where he'll be sentenced to go to jail. $250 fine and probably a 90-day sentence. <laughs> I thought, my God. I mean, talk about putting you off as a tourist. Oh, God, yeah. This is not... The other thing I wrote down yep. around all this sort of homoeroticism and they then go to shave him. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. They do go no, to shave no. him. His, his face. Yes. So you're going all this homoeroticism well, and then was. they go and shave him. They're not shaving his genitals. They said they were going to shave his face. Yeah, they go to, to dry shave his a, face. Yeah, because he had a little bit of a five o'clock shadow, which the sheriff didn't seem Quite to Quite stylish, like. I thought. Yeah. And Mel Gibson's haircut, which, you know, give it another ten years, that would have been top draw popular. Well, there you go. See? The original loose cannon. Ah. Um, no, what I wrote down where, with all this ins- insanity from the police officers, all a bit deliverance. You see, I wrote Deliverance later on. Did you? I did. Think, didn't you get yeah. a Deliverance vibes? I did. I really did. I and wrote it later on. I found a Deliverance connection. Oh, yes, this is it. The actor Bill McKinney, who I believe plays the state police officer that comes in later down the line. Oh, yeah. Uh, was in Deliverance. Oh, okay. I mean, that by that rationale, the way you've linked the two, mm. pretty much any film... Mm-hmm. That has an actor in that's been in another film. Mm-hmm. Very <laughs> closely connected. Was also in uh, Back to the Future 3. Another Back to the Future connection. I think we found one previously, didn't we? We did. Seven Degrees of Separation to Back to the Future. This podcast would be turning into. There you go. What oh. happens then, Brian? They shave him, his face. I mean, yeah, I didn't really write that down. Well, that's what provokes him to actually kick the crap out of them and, and escape from the jailhouse. All I wrote down was hosing him down is not the greatest outreach programme I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't think they're bothered about outreach. They're not bothered about rehabilitating this man. They're not bothered about helping him through his PTSD or giving him counselling. Yeah. He's just been thrown on the scrap heap of life. Yeah. And they've yeah. decided to shave him. So once he's decided to shave him, he says, that's enough. Isn't that when he goes ape shit? He goes mental because he has another flashback. Ah, yes. Um, and he kicks them and... Yeah, yeah I mean, he, he starts them. smashing everything. Mm. He beats them up. We've, he's a Green Beret. Well, we find right? that out later, don't we? I mean, I hope never to meet a Green Beret because they are killing machines. They certainly were in the 80s. I remember it being a big thing in the 80s and 90s. <laughs> Green Beret. Do they still exist? Are that still I don't know. Unit? No, but what I mean is, is like in films, he's a Green Beret. Yeah. It was always like... <gasps> was John Wayne something in the... I, think, I have a feeling my dad... No. Maybe I've Were they Green Berets in The Rock? I have no idea. I, I mean, there was no logic to The Rock, so I don't think they would have... No, mm. I don't think they were Green Interesting. <laughs> green Berets, were they? But um, the other thing I... No, I'm not involved in the rest of this podcast until you apologise for your comments on The Rock. I apologise for my comments on The Rock. Let's move on with the film. Um, we are about 15 minutes into this film and I just thought my mum would be horrified. She Why would now? consider this like a video nasty because there was, you know, 
scenes of him being hosed down, she would have found that like disturbing that he was being treated so badly. He had all the scars from being whipped. Um, when they started to, to dry shave his face, it looked like he was almost being crucified in the flashback. I thought, oh, oh she would be out. She you're would... obsessed with crucifixion. All they were doing was holding him back. Oh, in the flashback? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, in the flashback, not in the yeah, actual okay. jail cell. Anyway, Mr. Rambo... Smashes the place up. Smashes the place up. Chucks a guy out of a window. Gets his knife back. First, and I thought, well, I hope nowhere. they're on the first floor. Don't know where his knife was left, but he seems to have that back suddenly. Do you want a fact about that? Yeah. I've got a goof for you. Oh, go on then. Well, I wondered where the knife had suddenly yeah. reappeared from. Apparently, when he gets booked, they lock it away. Yeah. But when he's escaping the jail, it's left on top of a table or a cabinet and he grabs uh, it on the way out. Okay. Bit of, bit of a goof there. Just a bit. Bit of a goof, goofball. Yeah, and he throws people out of windows, he smashes the place up, he gets his knife, he walks outside. Best way I've ever seen is stealing a motorbike. Guy rides towards you on a motorbike. Yeah. As he's going past, grab him, throw him off a motorbike. Exactly. Grab a motorbike, ride off. Would you think that was the first time that was done in a film? Because I feel like I've seen that since. Oh, yeah. Like, that's I, quite... A... I'm sure it's probably been done before. It's probably done with a horse before or something. Ah, oh, yes. Mm, he is an urban cowboy. There you go. Mm-hmm. Nice. So off he goes, razzing off. Razzing off. And he jumps on, he razzes off and he pulls a wheelie, because obviously, why wouldn't you? Naturally. And um, It's a goes, good job it wasn't one of those uh, electric scooters. Yes. You know, that people use nowadays. That wouldn't have looked quite as dynamic. It'd been quite cool, though, <laughs> wouldn't it? Because of... <laughs> like, yeah. Just pushes a 12-year-old off it yeah. and just jumps on. Um... Yeah, we could do like the eco-friendly version. Yeah. So he goes off on one of those electric scooters. The copper chases him on a bicycle. Yeah. Um, or or in a smart car, like an electric version. Yeah. A Nissan Leaf. And it's like, <laughs> who'll run out of juice first? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I like this. Let's, let's, yeah, let's go for it. Let's do it. Let's do environmentally friendly versions of all these classic <laughs> films. It'd be brilliant. Brian's gone pottery throw down mad lately. I have a little bit. So Best he, thing you've ever made. He rides off on a bike. Then at first he starts quite sensible, right? Because he goes across a field. Yeah. And the cop starts chasing him. And yet he's going down a dirt track and the cop's chasing him. So he goes on a field and the cop's chasing him. I'm like, good. Then he gets into the woods. Oh. And I think, brilliant. You're free. Men, yeah. I think you're free now because car can't drive through the woods. Mm. So he drives through all the woods. So he could join the road again a bit further up. It's why? Well, well, do you know what I've got? Why uh, you're free and clear? Exactly. I complete. I'm with you on this because I've put down. Where is Rambo going? Mm. What is his plan? Does he think he's back in Nam? Yeah. Like, what is he? What? What? What's going on here? What's he? He's just trying to escape. Like, well, because I feel like he could escape much better. Because it, by this point. The copper in the car chasing him goes full on Buford T. Justice from Smokey <laughs> and the Bandit. Yeah. <laughs> suddenly is as an inept as <laughs> and he's just like driving his car into fucking fields and into ra- railings and over <laughs> Rascal beat gold train. <laughs> Isn't it? It's just Yeah, it is, it is. And then when he's chasing him on the motorbike, which doesn't make any sense because he goes back on the road, but anyway, he's chasing him along. And the car gets to the edge and flips over under its roof. Yeah, so Smokey and the Bandit. I was yeah. waiting for him to come. Yeah. <laughs> Jack Gleason to come climbing yeah. out the side. Eighteen percent firing cabbages at him. But then, so Rambo looks back at her, and instead of just carrying on through yes. the woods, decides I'm going to ride my motorcycle <laughs> up a cliff face. I know, it makes 
makes no sense. But this is what I mean. What's going on in his head? If, like myself, he'd have been a junior Kickstarter champion, <laughs> Brian. that is something he could have made. Okay, look, we need to address this. You were not a junior Kickstarter champion. I've got you, footage. You weren't even in the programme. I have footage no, of don't, me Brian. winning it. Check YouTube. Oh, my goodness. 1984 Kickstarter champion. Just... Google. Do you know you're delusional, don't you? A little bit. Yeah. Just Google it. 1984 Kickstart Champion. You'll see me. Yes, in a moment. Be... <laughs> I mean, I look slightly different. <laughs> because it's when not you. younger. Yeah. I'm younger. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, we all look different when we're younger. Exactly. Yeah. Um, he dropped. Yeah. I I don't understand. I I think he's seriously so deep in his yeah. PTSD yeah. trauma. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He doesn't know what he's doing. I, he doesn't know what he's doing. So he runs off. In on foot, into the woods. And then, fucking hell. I mean, all of a sudden there seems to be cops everywhere. Everywhere. Local cops everywhere. And I'm thinking, and I I wrote this down, it's like, the local cops have created an awful lot of drama here. I've put, maybe just forget about it. They could have just bought him a coffee. Exactly. They could have just bought him a coffee. A coffee and a donut. Yeah. And had a chat with him. Where are you going? I'll drive you to the edge of town if it helps. And bought him a coffee and a donut on the way and been nice to him. But no, instead, people lose lives. And they bring in air support with a helicopter. Exactly. I've put Doberman, helicopter. Maybe just let it, maybe just let it go now. Because yeah. also, if they just let him go, mm. what would have happened? Nothing. No. Nothing. He would have just gone, wouldn't he? Well, I think that was the point later on. The general's made. I mean, I suppose they can't because he beat the shit out of all those cops and you can't just let someone go. Oh, they'll get over it. But... I'm sure they. I'm sure so they've had worse. The first thing that John Rambo does mm. when he goes into the woods is make a poncho. Oh, Robin Hood cheek! Didn't you think? Was that something to do with camouflage or something? Because I didn't understand why he made a poncho. It made, made no sense out of a random Hessian sack that was laying in the middle of the woods. I, I presumed because he had like a quite a slight top on, didn't he? Yeah. So I thought maybe it was to give him more protection and warmth. Was it a white t-shirt? Because I thought maybe it was a camouflage. No, I don't think it was a white t-shirt, no. I can't remember. I don't know. I'm not sure, but I thought that. But I did think it was quite chic. Yeah. So first thing you do, if you're in the woods, guys, you find an old sack. You cut it up. You make a poncho out of it. Then you climb a waterfall. Because everybody knows the easiest way up... (laughs) in that environment, is to climb the edge of a waterfall. I'll be honest, when I was at school, I couldn't even get up the rope. So I'm not thinking I could get up the side of a waterfall. As you know, Sinead, I've climbed Scarfell Pike twice. (laughs) The lies, the level of lies. (sighs) You've never never climbed Scarfell Pike. Twice. Oh my Lord. I agree with you. I have never once climbed Scarfell Pike. Twice. Oh, Never done and it. I would never, never climb. I would never climb up the edge of a waterfall. I have parachuted into the Grand Canyon. I have never climbed the side of a waterfall. By the end of this, you're going to be claiming to be John Rambo. Well, well, actually, <laughs> maybe if you watch the 2018 remake, yeah, I look a bit different. <laughs> but there you go. Um, so off he goes. He's climbing his waterfall. There's dogs, there's rifles, there's oh, it's, local it's police. Oh, it's off the chart. And this is just local police. Yeah. They haven't even called in the state police at this point. Yeah. So how many local police do they have yeah. for this sort of nonsense? Yeah. So Ridiculous. So, And I love John Rambo's logic, because for a Green Beret and a man who's trained to live in the world, he climbs up so he can run to the edge of a cliff. 
Well, I don't think he realises it's the edge of a cliff. Give him well, some credit. I mean, I will, but if you climb up, you're going to be high. What does he decide to do, though, when he gets cornered at the edge of this cliff? Well, he's at the edge of the Best cliff. Best thing ever. And is that... Because I think that's when air support comes yeah, in, yeah. isn't it? The lunatic in the helicopter. Oh, yeah. And he just decides, I'm going to kill him. So the cop that basically wanted to hose him down and watch him, mm. Mm. a bit weird, mm. you know. I, we used to have a teacher in school that... Don't even go there. Used to like watching you have a shower. Don't even go there. But, like, there he is, standing, he's like, ah, oh, there's the guy I was hosing down and beating for no apparent reason. I'm going to kill him. Well, I don't think Mr. Rambo does think that. No, no, Mr. Rambo doesn't think that. The cop thinks he's going to kill him. Oh, the cop thinks he's going to kill him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The cop's insane. Yeah. The cop's insane. I know. Take that man's badge. That's what I've written down here. Crazy cop from helicopter. Take that man's badge. Take that man's badge. I mean, apart from the fact, I love the fact that they get a helicopter out straight away. I mean, yeah. Um, The funding. The funding for this local police force is... Oh, it's phenomenal. Stunning. And I wrote, the old cop, because I didn't know his name, mm. seems to be operating a shoot-to-kill policy. <laughs> which, for vagrancy, seems a tad harsh. Like, you couldn't walk down outside heels on Tottenham Court Road, <laughs> go to one of those tents, go, you, out, and execute the guy. <laughs> it's just not cool. No, I know. Even if you are a cop. But this guy's pissed off, man. Mr Rambo has made him look like a fool, and he's not having it. No. He's also psychologically deranged oh yeah 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 yeah. which is what you want in your police yeah. force yeah, yeah yeah you need that you need people who like to victimise the homeless high up in your police force so this is where Mr Rambo does a swan dive yeah but into a tree you see this is the genius thing this is another thing we learnt when we were kids from this <laughs> survival techniques oh yeah so first we would have had our knife so <laughs> yeah 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 weapon. exactly we can light fires I think it had a flint in the handle of it as well so you could light a fire I need to check this out. I need to buy one. No, you're not buying one. I'm an adult now. A hundred percent, you are not buying a knife and bringing it into this house. What happens if a policeman outside our flat (laughs) decides he doesn't like me? I have to make a break for it and live on Stretton Common. I think go to the Rookery Cafe. (laughs) Use your iPhone and Apple Pay to get yourself something to eat and call me. It'll be fine. You don't need a knife to survive. Even, can, even if you're out there for 24 hours, you'll be okay. I'll have to dash the phone <laughs> because they can trace you on that. <laughs> just go on to airplane mode. <laughs> yeah, but I can't use my Apple Pay then. Well, just turn it on quickly just to use that and then... See? Or just is... walk back home. I can't. They've just grabbed me outside. They're tracking you. They oh. know where I am. You know, you're so insane. We occasionally get helicopters around here. Oh. You'll be waking up tonight if you hear that helicopter thinking they're coming for you. It's quite possible. Find you in the tree out in the front garden. So anyway, so this is the thing we learned. If you're up high, you can dive into a tree because the branches break your fall. I know. I'd love to try that. I really wouldn't. Let's I think that'd hurt. And he drives into a very high tree, which would therefore mean very thick branches, which is why he tears his arm to smithereens. Yeah, I was going to say, he does sustain an injury. Yeah. And wonderful thing about an 80s film is blood is so red, isn't it? Mm. So red. Yeah. That's not accurate, but I love it. I recently had a blood test. My blood was very dark. So unless there's something wrong with me, that red blood is not... It was green, wasn't it? His blood. No, yours. Oh, mine. Last time. It was black. It, it was, was actually um, 100% Malbec, but oh, that's see. another story. Um, so, ooh, Malbec. We've got Malbec later. <laughs> um, 
That's right. We have a hard <laughs> life here, folks. So, what I love though, just before he did the the whole sewing his arm up, which we'll get to. Oh, that made me want to vomit. He, I don't know how, somehow picks up a stone and a takes out a helicopter with it. Yes. So. And the helicopter's quite far away. Well, that psychotic cop, thank God, is a shit shot. So he tries to shoot him multiple times, misses. Yeah. So then Rambo, yeah, finds a rock and, and throws, throws it, it. And throws it through the window. Ah, oh, so it's because he's unbuckled himself. That's how he falls out of the helicopter. I, I know. Mm. But Safety a first, helicopter, children. if you're hiding behind a tree, which Rambo was at this point, yeah. a helicopter, apart from anything else, has blades. Correct. So it's not going to go very close to the tree. Correct. Right? And he needs to stop it. Even if he stays... Just twice the width of the place. He's going to be about 100 metres away. Mm. John Rambo picks up a stone and accurately throws it 100 metres. Something they can't do with the rifle. Here goes Sinead. I could accurately throw a rock 100 metres. I mean, first of all, you never know until you've tried. I probably could. Second of all... school, 14 metres. (laughs) (laughs) Is that good or bad? No, I don't know. That must have been less than that. That's like a world record shit. (laughs) That's like me beating Usain Bolt in 100 metres. Something I also think I could potentially do because I've never tried. So we don't know. My point is, yeah. Mr. Rambo is One second. trained. One second. You saying, <laughs> on the very, very slim chance that you're listening to this. All your people. Please come and race, Sinead. I will even, even put my hand in the pocket to hire Tootenbeck Athletic <laughs> Track for the event. I can't afford your expenses. You'll have to cover yourself. But you've earned your fair whack. My point Get Virgin is, to pay for it, sponsor it. My point is, mm. Ryan, that until you have challenged yourself to something, you don't know. And all I'm saying is, I have never truly tried to see how fast I can run 100 metres. So it could be within me to create a new world record. Look, I'm That's all I'm saying. I'm just putting that out there. I'm not saying, right? All I'm saying is start a little lower. <laughs> to go to the fastest man that's ever lived on the planet. Maybe start with Linford Christie. Well, you've got to have ambition. You know, Linford. He was all right when, you know, but he's good at a false start, so you might be able to beat him. All right, Linford then. Okay. I mean, my point, getting back to my point. Sorry, yes. So he's taken out a helicopter with a rock. He is a trained Green Beret, Congressional Medal of Honour, war hero. Yeah. Of course he can take out a helicopter with a rock. So what does he decide to do? He goes over to the dead cop. Steals his gun, takes his shit. Yeah, of course. Of course. And then goes, What the It wasn't his fault. It That's... wasn't his fault. This confused me. This really confused me. So he then, yeah, basically shouts up to the other cops. Oh, sorry, I've completely skipped, haven't I, sewing up his arm? Oh, gross. <laughs> Can we not just skip that? It's horrible. This is why the sewing kit was in the handle, obviously. So in case when I dived into a tree I got hurt as a child you could sew I could up. sew up my own arm you definitely need this knife yeah, I yeah. Can sew, and I, can I could light the, the fire to heat up the needle to sanitise oh, it they thought of everything that is very clever actually yeah. um, apparently um, Sylvester Stallone wanted that to look as realistic as possible the sewing okay. up of the wound so he went with the wound and his own crappy stitching on it to A&E or is that what they call it in the States A&E yeah emergency the emergency room, room yeah right. um, to see like if the nurses thought it looked real okay so mm. for anyone listening he didn't actually hurt himself and sew up his oh. own arm <laughs> no no it was no a prosthetic thing <laughs> yeah to see if it looked real that's what I said nobody thinks he actually 
cut himself. Although there were quite a few injuries sustained on this production, I think that's worth saying. Because... <laughs> Why? Well, because, you know, how far is too far? How far do you go for your art? Because apparently... Um, the te- so Sheriff Teasel yeah. cracked his ribs for I think when he fell, falling you know in the later in the film. Um, Sylvester Stallone broke his ribs, probably falling through that tree. Um, and one of the stuntmen, I believe the one that was driving the car, a la Smokey and the Bandit, um, buggered his back up. Wow. Like, couldn't, like, physically couldn't, like, get out of the car after it had done its swan dive. And I heard, I read, didn't hear, that the key grip got a really heavy, heavy hit, really heavy earache after strong winds on the hill. <laughs> it would have been a better gag if you hadn't fluffed it, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, it would have been. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm here with m- prime facts and you're just talking nonsense. Sinead, I edit this. It will never get uh-huh. <laughs> Outtake City. Outtake City. Outtake City. So, yeah, yeah. So then, after yeah. he's picked through the dead body, mm. helped himself to a gun, yeah. sewn up his arm, he stands at the bottom of the hill. They could see him or the bottom of the ravine. Mm. And he goes, "It wasn't my fault." Yeah. And tries to hand himself in. I mean, it was your fault. But he tries to hand himself in. He goes, "That, yeah. it's not my fault." I hand yeah. himself in. So, what does any rational, level-headed police force do when you try and hand yourself in? That will just get rid of the situation. You start emptying your rifle at him. Uh, Just keep shooting at him. Well, and then he ran off like he'd been hit in the head. Yeah, I know. But I they never mentioned that ever again. No, I thought that. I thought, oh, shit, they've got him. Yeah. But no, they hadn't. No. I, mean, I think it was just debris had hit him, had ricocheted. Is that what that has? Yeah. Something had ricocheted. But the fact of the matter is now, it's, it's personal now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. They want to get him. And they forget, as I wrote down here, he's a green beret. Green and beret. I underlined it. War hero underlined it. Massive when I was a kid, underlined it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not disputing that. Massive. Yeah. So what does John do? Well, he does what he knows. He goes back to what he knows, jungle warfare. Yeah, or, (laughs) that's how you put it, how do I put it? He goes full Bear grills. Yes. I was just waiting for him to eat his own shit. John Rambo on Bear grills. Yeah. Ooh. He should actually... Oh, Bear grills would not last two days with this man. If you're listening, Sylvester Stallone, on your show, if you've already done it, I'm apologising now because I don't really watch it. (laughs) Because we've never seen it. (laughs) Sylvester Stallone, Mike Wolf, Bear Grylls. The Weekend. Oh. We are coming up with some prime production ideas here. These are great. Netflix, pick this shit up, man. All trademark of um, (laughs) reasons to dump you. So... He goes back to what he knows, and a storm obviously starts, naturally, because they start hunting him down. He's gone full jungle tilt weirdo. Full on war mode now, and he, he's camouflaged as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. He suddenly pops up. And this is where, having never seen this film, yeah, but obviously it's gone into the cultural dialogue, and yeah. you know, so many films reference it or take them in, yeah, or yeah. Get hot shots and all that sort of thing. Yeah. It did all seem a bit ludicrous and mildly amusing well it's ludicrous isn't it yeah but you know because it's so sort of i mean the guy literally walked back over a bridge i know this has just gone off the, off, but off the charts I, I think it's ludicrous in a way but i think i think it was a brilliant comment on ptsd and the issues of war and stuff like that one thing i was going to say at the start of this and i forgot to say it in a very different film 
you go into the film expecting it to be about one thing. Yeah. And you find out, actually, it's got a lot more to say than you thought it did. Yeah. Same thing happened for me with Saturday Night Fever. So I made a little comparison in my brain. Never seen it. Ooh. See, I I, I was I thought, oh, this is just going to be a lovely film about John Travolta yeah. and a little dance. Some very dark moments in that film. I was quite surprised. And then and I was surprised by this. I was surprised by where this went. Yeah. I didn't I didn't expect it. No, it is good. It is good. It is a great flick. Great freaking flick. Great freaking flick. Um Yeah. I wanted to mention the storm. The reason I mentioned the storm. I have never seen worse lighting for a storm ever. I didn't know. It was oh my god, it was clearly just huge studio lights flashing. Because it was like kind of Drizzly day background and these really orange HMI kind of flashes. Do you know what lightning's like in that part of America? That's true. Are you a meteorologist? It was just really bad. Ah, this wasn't filmed in America. Did you know that? In America, British Canada, Colum- British Columbia, exactly. Yeah, filmed in British Columbia. Canadians, man. Um, and while we're at it, uh, budget of fifteen million. Yeah, that's a lot. Well, yeah, eighty-two. But they had to hire uh, a helicopter. <laughs> and they had to pay the police force to allow them to kill a cop. Oh, that's true. Box office, 125 million. I did read that, yeah. And let's You're get... not going to do my own statistic back at me about China, are you? Yes. Because I did it in the intro. We're, we're, it's a callback. Oh, okay. So a callback to your uh, fact in the intro about it being the biggest foreign box office film well, in China. Tickets sold. Tickets sold. Yeah. I tried for a long time to figure mm. out what had overthrown it overthrown it because yeah. it said oh it was until 2018 yeah. that it yeah. held this record avatar i could not oh. f- no avatar came out way before 2018 oh. it's only 2022 now mm. time is a very uh strange concept for you isn't it yeah um i couldn't find a definitive answer i don't believe in time so <laughs> <laughs> um i couldn't find a definitive answer so i'm going to go with what seemed like the most likely option and made a shitload of money in 2018 in China, Avengers Infinity War. Probably. That wouldn't surprise me at all. So I think... People who like Avengers love Exactly. Avengers. So I'm going to go with... Uh, it, it was eventually... Its crown was eventually taken. But that's a long time to, to hold that sort of record, isn't it? Let's just do a Trump and say it's true and then it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't Nobody come back telling me fake news because I won't yeah. have it. Yeah. So then they're chasing him down with dogs during the storm, right? Yeah. John D. Rambo, he's off. They're chasing him down with dogs. Some weird local hick who's... And I think, yeah, this is where I wrote deliverance type feel. Yeah. Who's got the dogs. And he's like, yeah. And the cops will shoot everything and anything. And then he lets the dogs loose to go and get him. He's like, go get him, boy. And he kills all the dogs. Of course. Yeah, all the dogs. The first two he shoots... The last one he kills with his bare hands. And the, ah, and the show goes, yeah. Thankfully you don't see any of that. We know he's out of ammo now. Yeah. yeah. Is he though? My dad would have been pleased with that. Yeah. He was always livid when they had never-ending ammo. And and then there were some weird jump cuts and edits between the old man who... Who's the old man? Who had the dogs. Oh yeah, like the tracker. And it was really weird. He was ill, then... It was a storm, then there was no storm, then we were back in the store. It was really badly edited. There was some well, there we- wasn't. It was probably really well edited. But well, there was some weird storm. editing going on in this, mm. I thought. And I'll mention something later that I thought was a bit odd. 
But I found it interesting that originally the first cut of this film was over three hours long. Yeah, I bet there was a lot of crap here. Jesus Christ, what the hell were they doing for over three hours? I don't know. Um, apparently, uh, Sylvester saw it and wanted it destroyed. It was like, this is awful. Like, this is going to kill my career completely. Yeah, yeah. Have, let's have it completely destroyed. Um, but it was heavily re-edited and um, obviously went on to... Cult status. Cult status. 93 minutes. Three hours. Could you imagine watching him running around the bloody... Do you know how many lives it would have ruined if this hadn't been released? Do you know how many poor little, I don't know, kids that worked in knife factories that were making these <laughs> rainbow knives wouldn't have worked? The economy. Do you know how many hearts would have been broken? I would have had my heart broken if I didn't have some chance, some glimmer of hope of owning a knife with a compass in the handle, a sewing kit and a flint. And it was big enough to kill a man. That's so disturbing. I really wanted that knife. I mean, as many dreams as it's created, the, the, the nightmares it probably produced. Do you know what? When you said as many dreams it created, I just thought, I close my eyes. <laughs> then I thought I can't afford to sing that. <laughs> so, yeah. And then CSI Miami guy goes, he's hunting us. Whoa. Yeah, he is. The hunter has become, or the hunted has become the hunter. Loved it. I loved but, yeah, him. I think he then, was my favourite sub-character, David Caruso. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. And so he starts hunting them. Obviously. And he sets up all his booby traps. Oh, for goodness the sake. The first one was the funniest, where the guy jumps over the log and he just appears out of nowhere, Sylvester Stallone. Hilarious. He's like under a load of grass. Yeah. And he stabs him in the leg in his I mean, tendon. <gasps> oh. This, I mean, yeah. And then the next one, he attacks from above. Something oh. else I've learned. So, police chase me on the Stratton Common. <laughs> I'm in a little wooded area up by the rookery. I'm going to go up. I'm going to go high. <laughs> and when they're looking around on the floor, leap down on them. Me... Swoop down. Oh. Call me a vagrant. <laughs> Swoop down. Just don't spill your flat white while you're doing it. That's all <laughs> yeah. I'm saying. There'll be a drop of oat milk. We'll <laughs> <laughs> hit him on the hand. Yeah. And that's how he'll know. He'll start to tremor. You'll look up and I'll be sitting like, there um... with foam dripping off my teeth. <laughs> Like uh, Jurassic Park when the water yeah. rumbles. Yeah, ripple in the oak. It'll just be the flag. <laughs> um, you know what that is? There's an impact there. <laughs> Sorry. But he also seems to find time to create like a spiked bar. I, I'm not sure how else to, yeah. to, to describe this. That swings out and <laughs> yeah. hits you in your thighs, stomach, and basically would have torn out all your internal organs. It's but... like a horror film. Well, you saw earlier, he was sitting Carving there, the spikes. Carving the spikes. Yeah, like how long? Like what's the time frame of this? I'm completely confused. And that is important to another Actually, point I come to later. This is a great comment on the American workforce. He managed <laughs> yeah. to make about 2,000 spikes. And his own outfit. And his own outfit. <laughs> Industrious people. All sorts. That's how they built a great nation. But, you know, at this point, um, while he's basically ambushing them all, I've just put too much Mr. Rambo. Too much. I think he's gone too far now. Yeah, well, he has. I mean, he'd gone too far earlier. I mean, this is nothing compared to how far he does go. In sequels? Yeah. No, no, no. Or, no, or no. in this film, in even. This film. I mean, the man... Oh, he goes completely... Probably even rightly should fry for what he's done at the end of this. I have to say, I don't agree with that at all. I'm not an advocate of death sentence. I'm very opposing. No, I so mean... So there'll be no fry. I meant make everyone a nice meal. Ah, uh, no, um, no, but like he would have gone to prison for a long, 
long time. Don't even get me started on that, because the thing I wrote down at the end of this film was, how is there even one sequel to this film? Isn't he going to jail? Question mark. Yeah. How, how does he... How, there's like five Rambos, yeah. isn't there? How, how, what, how the hell... What happens to oh, Rambo yeah, 2? Uh, I think the government gave It was all a dream? Out. Maybe we should watch Rambo 2, 3, 4. Oh my goodness. Um, but... And I even wrote it here, all these booby traps he was yeah, making, and we're yeah. like, oh, oh. we tried to make these as kids. Not exactly the same. Not exactly the same. We didn't make branches with spikes in, but we were always trying to make booby traps. Okay, I've got to put something out there. Oh, is he's this... even folded her arms like a little girl <laughs> in a gif on. Uh... <laughs> is this actually memories, or are you just thinking of the film Son of Rambo? Oh no, no, no! These are actual memories. Are you sure? Yeah. You're not just there was thinking an orchard of the near film. my house when I lived in Kingsley. An orchard? Yeah. Whoa! Who has an orchard near their house? I did. <laughs> that makes you sound so grand. Well, no. Just off like... down the orchard, mummy. <laughs> it wasn't a usable one. It was old crab apples. I mean, <laughs> I love the fact that you try and make out I'm posh. No, I don't. <laughs> the door of a headmistress and an RAF man. And I'm like... My dad was a petrol pump attendant. Oh. My mum worked at the fish and chip shop. Oh, I... And you're trying to make out that I'm the one that had this great life next to the orchard, mummy. Anyway, in these wood slash orchard of okay. film. In the crab apple orchard, yeah. We were always trying to like dig pits <laughs> people would fall into and cover them. God, I'm so glad I wasn't a boy. It takes ages. This Green Beret guy makes it look easy. Mate. This is my point. How much time does he have to do all this? Yeah. At this point, um, he captures the police chief. Is that where he strung up the guy by his throat, which I thought was a little bit over the top and a little bit perverse? Yeah. Yeah, that's a bit much. Yeah. Didn't like that. Oh, oh that was a bit much. Everything before was... <laughs> Everything before Yeah, he threatens the police... He captures and threatens the police chief and he says, I'll give you a reward you won't believe. And oh, then... Let it go. He says, let it go. Let it go. I must remember that. Let so, Stretton Common. Let it go. He turns into Elsa from Frozen think or whatever about she's it. called. I'm on Stretton Common, right? We've had the oak flat white war. Yeah. Eventually, I get hold of the guy. I get hold <laughs> of him. I pin him up against the Rookery Cafe. <laughs> and I tell him, while holding a bloody, I don't know, apricot blondie <laughs> under his nose, let it go, man. <laughs> no one else needs to get bloody IBS from these. <laughs> let it go. Throw an arm and cross on him. Yeah, but I thought, wow, you know. Yeah, but he so tells much has come from this film, let point. it go. <laughs> really? I mean, not being funny, the British police are fairly chilled about most things. We don't I'm carry like... arms. Well, we don't carry guns and everything well, else. Hmm. I think if you held one at knife point and said, I'm going to walk away now, mm-hmm. let it go. Let it go. I've got a feeling he wouldn't or she wouldn't let it go. Madness. Anyway, I wrote, he is fucked now. He's absolutely fucked. This is the point at which the state police arrive. Yes, and the TV. And the TV. I also... I love the TV. I very diehard. Loved it. Yeah, very diehard. Yeah, diehard one where they've always got the, you know, they're reporting from... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wherever they are, very diehard, very 80s. Oh, yeah, yeah. Loved it. 80s tropes. Um, And at this point, the old... uh, the the police chief who's just been threatened is is yeah. kind of recovering, yeah. you know, from this. Wearing Del Boy's jacket. Yeah, well. I thought that's quite a nice Did touch. you not see the three-wheel van? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then... The, that and made then... me feel quite comfortable, quite at home. Like it that. warmed me to him a little bit. And they come in and they go, ah, 
I heard that the, what was it? He says the deputies were out of line. Another cop comes in and says, I heard yeah, the deputies yeah, were out of line. Yeah, the yeah. policeman looks at yeah. him. Because then the colonel arrives. Colonel Troutman. Is that his name? Mm. Colonel Troutman. Troutman. T-R-A-U-T man, Troutman. Yeah, and says the army wants to help. Clearly not that much. Didn't send any troops because the reserves were fighting them. Didn't send any real help. Just the colonel. Well, I've got quite a big problem with this. Okay. Because... I mean, when we say the colonel, I don't mean Kentucky Fried Chicken. (laughs) Bargain bucket? Colonel Troutman says, God didn't make Rambo. I did. Yeah. So, if they were aware of Mr. Rambo, if they were aware of his machine-like killing ability... Why have they not... Why have they just allowed him out into... The, why have they not been looking after him more? I think... And I, you know, aftercare. I, th- I think the whole point of this story is... the Yeah, the aftercare of men who came back from Vietnam wasn't the best. <sighs> appalling. Absolutely appalling. Yeah. Um, he says he's an expert in guerrilla warfare and he ignores pain. Of course. Colonel Troutman... Yeah. Um, played by the actor Richard Krenner... Very nice job he did indeed. Uh, originally was going to be played by Kirk Douglas. Huh? Oh. And according to my research, um, Kirk Douglas pulled out because he wanted the ending to be different. He wanted Rambo to die at the end. Oh, okay. Um, so he pulled out when they basically said, no, we're not going to do your yeah. script revisions. Yeah, because... Jog on, Mr. Douglas. Mr. Stallone's in charge here. Yeah. Because old Sly, yeah, well, he, I think the script was there, and then he came in, and like it was. It's, this is yet another one of these scripts that languished from studio to studio yeah. and took absolutely years yeah. to get made. Yeah, it was option like, seventies yeah. or something. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and then. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, the the colonel. Uh, yeah, so made then Rambo we cut from the colonel telling us that you know, oh, he's a born killer. He's a born killer. To him killing a wild boar. Mm. Yeah. So again, time scale. Yeah. How friggin' hungry is this man? Why is he having to kill a wild boar? He's been up there for days. He, what? This hasn't been days. He kills a wild boar and takes him back to his unique getaway. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the place where he was staying. I thought, oh, oh my like God. Canopy and Stars. Yeah, I thought if he had that in Dorset, yeah, he could rent that out for £120 a night that month. It's true. Well, he could give. Ooh, that's another good idea, isn't it? Rambo style holidays come and have the Rambo experience blokes would pay for that there's a place up the country somewhere where you can go and drive a tank for a day I think there's one where you can go and experience being in like a German prisoner of war camp yeah, I've seen it on the telly nobody wants to do that what are you talking no, about no not like a not, I'm not talking about a concentration no, camp no 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 but like, like a, a prisoner of war camp. camp yeah what's wrong with people I don't know so anyway... Anyway, business idea, if anyone yeah, wants to I set thought up Rambo if tools. it was on Airbnb, you could make about £120 a night for 100%, that 100%, yeah. But he decides to cut up the wild boar and cook it over his fire. I, I just don't... Uh, how hungry is he? That's not, yeah, and then... I've put local cop's pride is in his way. Don't know why, but there you go. Obviously, I felt quite strongly about it. Well, they try and make contact with him, don't they? So they try and oh, make yeah. contact with Mr yeah. Rambo through the radio... Ah, yeah. And they're not getting anywhere. Yeah, um, so the colonel talks. So the colonel says, well, I'll have a go. Yeah. And this was an editing thing I didn't understand. They're, they're there, the radio's there, everything's there, I'll have a go. Yeah. Cut. Suddenly he's speaking to him on the radio and it's dark. It's not like night falls oh, yeah. within yeah. But one what, cut. But that's what I was saying about the storm. 
earlier. There was a storm. It was dark. It was a storm. Then it was middle of the day. There was no storm. Then it went back to being the storm again. So this must be because they cut it down from three hours then. Yeah. There must have been a lot of crap in between yeah. that. Because otherwise it made no sense how it suddenly got dark. And, and then poor old Rambo goes into full tilt PTSD because the colonel starts going, you're end your mission, son, or whatever it is. Not, I don't think he's helpful at all. He's giving him even more and, flashbacks. And then starts obviously giving him... They drew first blood. They drew they first, drew first blood. blood. And I thought, oh, this is the first blood part of the title. It yeah. all made sense to me at yeah. this point. And he stops listening to the colonel at that point. Yeah. Because he's like, he's gone. Bless him. He's yeah, gone. I don't blame him. He's gone. Absolutely gone. And then all of a sudden, we cut again. And the reserve army are there. Yeah. It, Everywhere. Yeah. I mean, fucking shitloads of them. But I suppose he has killed a cop by this point. And they corner him in a mine. Old mine sort of situation yeah that's what I'm saying that was his canopy and stars deal oh that was the yeah the, the mine, old mine yeah it's yeah. like because he goes back there that's where he's cooking his boar and you know he's probably busy turning pallet wood into a deck for it lovely nice little cold beer uh, again budgets for these cops they've got a rocket launcher with them they were the army reserves they just bring rocket launchers to the site of every do. or is it because they knew they were coming to see Mr Rambo I have no idea, probably. Um, but I, I, I would love to have been an extra on that. I would have loved that so much. Would, would you like to have been the one who said, um, "Oh, I'm, I'm only, I'm only part time." He says something like, "I do this part time. I didn't come here to get killed." Would you like to be that guy? No, I, I want to be a proper. Guy. And excuse me, I shouldn't have used the word extra. Supporting artist. Oh, yeah. Um, I know. I, I just want to be one of the ones in the background who are walking around. Oh no! I want to be the one with that line. A... I didn't come here to get killed. Quite right. He's the only one with any sense in this whole movie. I love it. I love it. And then they blow him up anyway. They get told not to. They get told don't don't do anything. Hold your fire. Hold your fire. And this one moron. Yeah. Yeah. Sod it. Yeah. L- launch it. the rocket at him. Kill it all. Yeah. Because he said, and it was quite well done. Because he said like. I don't want any shooting. The yeah. Chef, so it's got to be alive. Don't shoot. Yeah. Don't shoot. And they cut and straight to like wants. everyone. Really, that was really good because it just cuts straight to them all shooting at him. Yeah. Everybody's going mad. Um, and yeah, and all the army reserves are shit scared. So yeah, they fire a rocket as you would. They think they've got him. Into the mine. The mine collapses. They all whoop and holler. Whoa! Yeah. And I wrote lunatics. <laughs> of exclamation mark. Yeah, well they are. So they think they've killed Mr. Rambo. But yeah. we know better, don't we? Oh, yeah. He's deep in the mine. This made me feel quite unwell as well. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm claustrophobic. Yeah. But I definitely have a problem oh, with I very enclosed spaces. freak the fuck yeah. out if a mine or an entrance to a cave or yeah. anything collapsed behind And he, he kind of makes a makeshift torch and he kind of goes further in. And as he's going further in, it's getting tighter and tighter, and tighter and yeah. tighter and smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, no, I would I would die in there. I Literally, I would just give up and die yeah. because it's just too much. Yeah. Too stressful. Yeah. yeah, and he's climbing down and down and the colonel saw a bit of smoke earlier. So the colonel knows he's still alive because there was smoke coming out of the... Oh, did you think that? Yeah. Oh, I, th- I thought they just all thought he was dead. No, no, no. Oh, the, the colonel, colonel knew he was alive. They mentioned it later as well. Because the colonel was staring at the entrance to mine, you could see smoke coming out, which is where he'd lit the fire thing inside. Uh, and he was like, oh, I think I might have zoned out at that point. Um, and yeah, and he's, he's hunting through the mine. And then they cut back. T- Sorry, I know I'm doing cut, 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 but they went back to the police station. And all of a sudden, there were Christmas trees everywhere. Oh, no, it was Christmas before. 
Was it? Yeah, 100%. Because oh, okay. I was like, Christmas? Where the fuck did that no, come No, no, no. It definitely, definitely was. Because the one thing I thought at it's the beginning... not Die Hard. Yeah. I thought, would this be considered a Christmas movie? A la Die Hard? No. No. But I love the idea now I could throw Rambo in as a Christmas movie. Well, yeah. No, no, yeah. The, the, the... But Die Hard was actually released at Christmas as well. That's full tilt Christmas. Because mm. also, as they go into the town at the beginning, as he walks into the town at the beginning, there's something that says like Holiday Land or something yeah. over yeah. the banner. Yeah, welcome the um, entrance to Holiday Land. Yeah. Which is, because the town's called Hope, so it's not, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's Christmas time. Mistletoe and wine. And oh, then, yeah. I'd love Cliff Richard to have appeared in this. I think a little bit incongruent, but oh, it'd you know, be lovely. Yeah. Could have done the song at the end. Which one? Save his day. Yes, nice. nice. And so he's going down the mine. Rats everywhere. He's pulling rats out of his hair. Oh, that's oh, gross. oh, it's disgusting. He's got his fire stick. He shows you how to do that. Wrap a get a bit of cloth. Yeah, I mean, wrap, I'll be honest. Dip it in kerosene. Wrap it around a stick. Light it. It'll last for a long time. Genius. I was a kid. I never got any. Petrol or anything to try. <laughs> I should have known that. No, I would have done. <laughs> I was learning how to survive from this film. You didn't need to learn how to survive. You no, lived I know. In I lived on an estate parents. in the middle of a <laughs> suburban town. That's not the point. Right. He does eventually find freedom. He clambers out of his mine. Yes, he does. And he manages to hijack a yeah. lorry. Yes. This felt very A-team, I thought. Yeah. He, he demands that the soldier drive it. While he's sort of threatening him with his knife. Yeah. Um, and he says, watch the road. I thought that's nice. He's still yeah. safety yeah, conscious even in, this, yeah. even in this stressful situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then he dumps the bloke out of the van, out yeah. of the lorry. Um, and then it all goes a bit sort of A-team and there's a big explosion and he runs a car off the road and the car sort of explodes in a bit. And I just thought, well, it's all this cars exploding nonsense. I think... Do cars explode that easily? Did they have... Well, yeah, in American films in the 80s, everything exploded. Come on. Again, The Rock. Oh, The Rock. Exploded. I feel feel like The Rock holds the record for the amount of things exploding for no apparent reason. But, no, in the 80s, everything exploded. It was a running theme you know you could hit anything and explode a car would hit a lamppost it'd explode everything exploded but before that the bit in i don't know if it's just me oh, don't worry i'll come back to it but that bit in all the cave and the mine really was it me or was that really way too long yeah i totally zoned it went out for days i totally zoned out so no wonder they needed to do all this like nicking a truck doing this because yeah. they hadn't have in this way it'd been like you you would have lost everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. well i suppose they wanted you to know that he you know it wasn't easy to get out of there maybe i'm not sure yeah but yeah poor old robert dre the driver of that truck i felt sorry for him <laughs> you know his name yeah he said it his name was robert J. oh poor old robert yeah um so Mr. Rambo's got this lorry and he drives it back in, oh, back across yeah. this bloody and bridge again. And he wants it because it's got an M60 in the back. Oh, does he say that? Yeah, he? he's like, what's in the back? It's an M60. He's like, Robert J. And he basically drives off. And... Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Well, he's back across this bridge again. Yeah. It's like Bridges to Madison County yeah. now. And the cops. That would have been a better film to watch. comes over the radio, the cops. He's alive. Mm. Da, 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 da. Mm. And again, yeah. from the bridge to the town and suddenly it's night again in the town. He comes across that bridge... And it's not dark, and he gets into the town and it's dark again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, that happens, Sinead. Dark light, dark light, dark light. You've been to Canada. Oh, Canada. It doesn't go like that, does it? It doesn't go from... <laughs> You're mad. You're mad. And now he gets back into the town. Yeah. And I'm so, at this point, I'm like, 
again, why doesn't he just... Why He's just making everything worse for himself now because now he decides to blow up the petrol station. <laughs> why does he do that? Yeah. So, is, is it because he, he's I don't know. in trauma? So, so he's... Yeah, he goes in this stolen army vehicle with gun with this massive gun on it. No one's given chase, really. I mean, I'm sure the army would be quite interested in it. Yeah, he blows up a petrol station. Somebody's livelihood. Mm. Like, completely unrelated to everything he's been going through. Exactly. You know, he just... Blow, I, I've written here, someone get the guy a coffee, for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah, sit down with him. Because Subway he sandwich. just blows up that. Then all the second-hand cars next door to the petrol station start to explode. Well, it's very flammable, very flammable things. But there was nothing... <laughs> Not many cars. They just started randomly one by one go, boom. Well, again, boom. things blow up for no reason. Yeah. I told you that. It was absolutely fantastic. So the sheriff gets on his town tannoy. Yeah, because that exists. I mean, imagine how petrifying that would be. If you're sitting here, this is the Streatham Sheriff. <laughs> well, it was like Maplin's holiday camp, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Do you know what I mean? Ding, it's ding, like, ding, basically, ding. if you were at Butlins or something, they'd be across the tannoy. Please stay in your chalet. Mr Rambo's gone insane. I mean, come on, let's be honest. Town tannoys do not exist. No, they don't, no. I don't believe they do. I've never... Well, maybe in America they do. In this country, I would say if not. there are any Americans brave enough to listen to this, please do let us know. Please. Do you have a tannoy or did you have a tannoy in the early 80s? Yeah. I know you probably did in your school. Maybe it was a thing. Well, according to Greece, they definitely had this in school. Yeah. And that's a very factual film. I mean, so. to be fair, Greece is an entirely different country, but that's fine. Greece is the word, Brian. Have you heard? It's got groove. It's got meaning. So, so then he's running through the town with his ma- massive machine. With his massive gun. Yeah. So the sheriff obviously decides... Because at this point, he shot up a second-hand shop. He shot up a kid's shop. Oh, he goes in and gets a load of ammunition and stuff, yeah. Yeah, he's shooting out the power he's for the entire out. town. He's, he's trashing mean, the joint. He's taking out the power for the entire town. Absolutely. I'm thinking, where are the FBI at this point? Where are the army? Like, like with all due respect, if you went to America and started... You opened fire on, you know, first of all... A petrol station, you blew up cars, you um, shot out the power, you, you shot up a second-hand shop, no. you shot the sheriff, the police station to pieces. There would be FBI everywhere. He would, Army he everywhere. would be dead by now, Yeah, let's be honest with you. Yeah. Um, wanton criminal damage but instead the is sheriff, how I phrased it. But instead, the sheriff goes onto the roof. He goes onto the roof of the police station yeah. because he has a little chat with Colonel Troutman and he says, I'm going to... I'm going to take him. Ah, and, yeah. And Troutman says, you're going to die. He tells him, you're going to die. And this brings me back to my point of, if you knew he was this much of a loose cannon, why were you not helping him? Tragic. By this point, though, John is busy because he's broken into the local shop, which apparently sells guns. That's America. Yeah, and he's helping himself to the guns. Do, don't they? And inside a cupboard with a tiny padlock on are huge cans of gunpowder. Correct. Well, it's the Wild West, isn't it? I mean, maybe? I know you can buy guns in America, but can you buy a can of gunpowder? I mean, not... You probably can, but it, not in a store like that, I wouldn't have thought. So... I mean, it's not, you know... Yeah. So he spreads the gunpowder everywhere, film. shoots it. Mm. And there's ammo going off, and there's explosions going off. What a waste of bullets. And, I mean, in a real world, he would have killed hundreds and hundreds of people. 
And interestingly, he kills nobody in this film. No, he does. Nope. Oh, well, he doesn't. Mr. Stallone kills nobody yeah. because he didn't want Mr. Rambo to kill anyone in this film. So yeah. I can tell you categorically... He did not. ...that Mr. Rambo actually killed nobody in this film. Apart from the cop at the beginning in the helicopter. He didn't kill him, though, did he? He threw the rock, which caused the helicopter to swerve, which caused your man to fall out because he wasn't strapped in. I mean, he didn't actually fair, kill not, him. I threw the knife, but the guy Jumped who in, stepped in, across... Yeah, exactly. and I'm just telling you what I know. And what I know is what I'm telling you. Well... Mr. Stallone, take it up with Sylvester. Oh, I will. You know as he, well as I do. We're close. Exactly. I'll be over there this weekend anyway. Well, you should know this already then. No, but he never mentioned it. You know what he's like. All he ever talks about now is bloody prison break. <laughs> prison break? Have you not seen that? No, is that a film with Sylvester Stallone? I thought Sylvester that was a Stallone and TV Arnold Schwarzenegger. Show. Have I got the title wrong? I don't know. I thought he's prison in prison break was with a TV Arnold Schwarzenegger and they break out. It's quite recent. No, I've We're no watching idea. it. Um, no, anyway, that's all he ever talks about now. <laughs> that's all he ever um, talks about. The Expendables. No. no. Uh, I know what I'm talking about. So anyway, when I'm over there... <laughs> I'm not sure you do. I will, I, look, trust me, we'd had a few martinis, but we were <laughs> Martinis? Right. Do you think that's what he drinks? I know that's what he drinks. Oh, Espresso he martini. No way would Sylvester Stallone drink martinis. Espresso martini, martinis. he loves them. That and white Russians. They're his two favourite drinks. Oh, no way. Trust me. He'd be like a Caprinia type and of guy. And you wonder why I don't take you when I go and see him. So, anyway, when I'm there, I'll bring it up. So the sheriff goes to the roof and watches all this and Rambo spots him on the roof. So quick. So quick. This bit is so quick. I honestly thought there'd be more of like a one-on-one stalking, hunting situation between him and... No, I think they were bored by this point. Yeah. There might have been the original cut. Just absolutely just got So he sees him on the roof. So, naturally, what do you do if you see a sheriff on the roof of the police station while you're killing everyone well not mm-hmm. killing anyone well you're destroying the local town mm. so if I was destroying Streatham and someone was on the roof of yeah. the Metropolitan Police thing downstairs down the bottom of the hill and he could see me destroying everything what would be the first thing I'd do if I saw him watching me I'd shoot out all the windows of the police station of course straight away oh, yeah. it'd be oh, yeah. the first thing I'd do well I've told you what a waste of bullets I've already I've already made this point he's yeah. wasting ammunition left right and yeah. centre yeah and so he just shoots out all the windows breaks into the cop shop Shoots the sheriff through the roof. Yeah. Sheriff. The sheriff falls through the window. Collapses on the floor. Yeah, injured. Doesn't die, because Rambo doesn't kill anyone in and this then, film. And then I've written, Colonel steps in. Yeah, like, Colonel Trump And cops everywhere. Yeah. Oh, okay, so then the Colonel walks yeah, in. Yeah, 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 he does, yeah. Sorry, yeah, I, yeah, he does. And he says, Rambo, don't do it. Because you're right, this happens so fast. Really quick, yeah. So fast, you've been building yeah. this massive engine. Bang, 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 yeah. bang, 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 Honestly, I was really because I was expecting yeah. oh Rambo will go up on the roof. Yeah, they'll yeah, be like see. I honestly thought oh this is going to take at least yeah. fifteen minutes for this to play I out. I thought we're going to at least get on the roof this side. Do it, kid. They could have yes. the bullet that killed your old man type of thing. <laughs> I would have liked that. And then a flying car just at the yeah. side of the building. Yeah, no, it's really super quick. So uh, Colonel Trampman arrives and he's like Rambo, don't do it. This mission is over. That's right. Yeah, your mission is over. Yeah, I like that. And then we get. The best point of the whole film, yeah, which is Rambo's speech and ultimate collapse. No, yeah, I thought into this devastation. was great. I it's thought brilliant. this was a real, it's brilliant. Like it was like a PTSD protesters' response. It was amazing. I, yeah. I thought it was brilliant. How he can't get a job, how he's felt abandoned, how no one cared. He's been going out. He his was mind. called baby killer. Um, 
Yeah, he, he had nothing anymore. He got no friends, no family. His friend no had been one. blown up in front of yeah. him and to smithereens. Yeah, and, and he, yeah, he relived it every day. And oh, it was an amazing scene. I was also quite surprised that he like starts to cry and reaches out and embraces the colonel. Actually yeah. physically like yeah, grabs yeah. him yeah. and hangs onto him and is crying. Because that's the one bit of reality he's got. I just, the I, was, I honestly wasn't sort of expecting it. And this is yeah. what I mean about like wasn't expecting that I thought this was just going to be well I actually thought this was going to be set in a war zone and I thought it was just going to be Sylvester Sloan running around yeah. just going mental um but it, it was actually this comment on yeah and I thought this ended the futility up. of war and how people are left to deal with it after they've you know, done whatever they felt they wanted or needed to do for their country. It's yeah, and yeah. I felt this end bit was done in quite a cool style. It was kind of a little bit dog day afternoon. Yes, the amount of lights and it was just it there was very dog was, day afternoon. Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, and then yeah. he sort of walked him out, and it just ends. Yeah, and it was like, oh wow, titles. Yeah, done. A really nice abrupt ending. However, what the hell was that song tacked oh. on the end? It was by I looked it up because I was like, what is this? So. It's by a man called Dan Hill, or Don Hill. Sorry, I can't read my own writing. It's called It's a Long Road. What was that on the end of it? It wasn't a Barbara Streisand movie. What was that song at the end? Why being rude? It was Come On. Come On, man. It was like some sort of like romantic drama. It was awful. It was, It was a little prisoner cell block H. Used to bring me roses. <laughs> Stop it, we can't afford these um, songs. Because the rest of the music in the film, because then I was like, okay, what was the music in the film in general? And mm. it was um, Jerry Goldsmith, whose credits are insane. Go on. Well, just a couple. LA Confidential, Basic Instinct, Sleeping with the Enemy, Total Recall, Gremlins, Psycho 2. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Poltergeist. I mean, this guy knows absolutely knows. And then they stuck on the end, It's a Long Road. No, no offence, Mr. Hill. I'm not saying your song's not nice within its own right. Harry Hill. <laughs> oh, the Harry Hill version at the end. That would be, that good, would be great. Um, but not not a good fit for the end no. of Mr. Rambo's story, in my humble opinion. And it is humble. Very, very weird entry. <laughs> Sorry, for some reason. What? Oh, dear. I just thought, it's like, what's her face? So my opinion's very humble. Yeah. And I thought, I can't remember her name. Like, this is a singer who talks about her breasts being... Oh, Shakira. Yeah, like Shakira's breasts. (laughs) I am humble, like Shakira's breasts. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Yeah, very weird song to end on. You must have thought that as well. Yeah, I mean, I did. I really did. But I was kind of... I couldn't remember the ending... Uh, and so when it just like he walks out and obviously I love it in the eighties again very diehard as he's walking out at the end you get the shot of the back of the ambulance because they always park the ambulance right next to the thing that's being blown up with the sheriff in the back so you know he's all right yeah. you know he's gonna live exactly we don't mention because it. Rambo kills no one yeah and he walks off and it just ends and I'm just like shit there's nothing he's just walked away you're right now you've said Dog Day Afternoon it, yeah it mm. does kind of remind me do you remember the film Michael Douglas film Falling Down yeah brilliant film what was the end of that. I don't recall, you know. Does he get to his son? Isn't that what he's trying to do? See his wife or his son? I can't remember. I mean, I, I can't remember what his... Pup, I just remember, like, he's literally... he's. Yeah, he wants to see his son, losing... I think, his ex-wife. Ah. Or something like that. No, I was just wondering what happened at the end. Anyway. Yeah, Because, anyway. um, yeah, it reminded me of... And that was that. Point. And that was Rambo. 
So... They drew first blood, Bran. I think... I've surpassed myself with this one. I think... No, but I'm not saying I have with the score. I don't mean that. But I think I've really have introduced you to something that was different from what you expected it to be. Completely agree. And I also really loved watching it again because it reminded me... It's the first one we've watched. This really, truly reminded me of all these weird and wonderful things that as a child we were allowed to do, have and buy in the 80s. And actually I can understand why a lot of parents got very worried about the effect of these type of films, yeah. films on mm, younger people mm. like they do you know, now with um, computer games. Mm. Because, I'm sorry, Halo, you cannot go and buy the gun you use in Halo from a local shop. Yeah. But with Rambo, you could actually buy the goddamn that gun. Is, that is mad, yeah. That is completely mental. And that's insane. Yeah. I mean, that's 80s Britain for you though, isn't it? Yeah. It really is. I mean, even 90s Britain. You know, they say health and safety's gone mad. Well, maybe it's for the best. Well, yeah, exactly. Building sites bite, Brian. They do. Um, so. I, I agree with you, though. I agree with your initial point, which was you've introduced me to something yeah. I didn't expect it to be. Good. So let's get on to the score with that in mind. I, um, how many VHS tapes? How many? Well, that's what I want to know, Sinead. How many are you going to give it? Oh, I'm going first. Well, of course you are. It's you're like the first guest. dates. Would you like to see each other again? Well, you're you the, go first. No, you're the guest. I am going to give this... Go on. And I've given this quite a degree of thought. Good. Out of five VHS tapes... Yeah. Rambo First Blood... Yeah. ...is getting three VHS tapes. I'll take that. I think that's good. That's fair, I think. I think that's fair. I think that's I'll very take that. fair. I, I was going to go a bit lower, and then I thought, do you know what? Purely for that speech at the end and for the mm-hmm. you know what that was trying to say yeah. uh, it, it crept up a little bit more for me yeah I think that's really fair I think this is a film that clearly looks like it was saved in the edit and you've mentioned that that it was um, fact. I think <laughs> what fact oh um, I think I think yeah there's a lot of issues with the editing uh, that were probably genius when you looked at the original footage, but you know, there's a lot of issues with temporal continuity, there's a lot of issues with things like lightning, there's a lot of issues in general with it. However, it reminded me a lot of cool things of when I was a kid. Um, and it was one of those VHS tapes, you know, like we got VHS quite late in my house, and to get that VHS tape of Rambo First Blood, oh my God, it was like getting Commando or something like that. It was amazing and you watched it and you loved it. There's another one that's gone on the list. Oh. And it was it was just amazing. So I'm really, really, really happy with it. For that reason, I'm giving it three and a half. No, mine would have been three as well. Okay. Because I would have had the same as you. I think Sylvester Stallone's performance is outstanding. I think the sheriff actually is really good whatever his name was. I didn't particularly Brian like Denny. the Colonel. I wasn't a big fan of the Colonel, I but I think a lot of people liked I him. Um, yeah, but he's getting three and a half because of that extra little bit of nostalgia that went along with it. Okay, that's fair enough. Six and a half VHS tapes out of ten. Yeah. That's, that's, that's good. pretty good. That is good for Rambo. I feel like I've got one fact I want to impart before we leave. Okay. Because this gave me pleasure. Oh. <laughs> the, not in that sort of way, the director of this film, Ted Kotcheff. Okay. Also directed. Yeah. Casualty in 1992. 
thought that was important to mention. I think that's very important to mention because it certainly makes a lot of... That's the sort of thing that would have happened in casualty. Exactly. Oh, we're going to go out in the helicopter. Exactly. Don't unbuckle, that's unsafe. Exactly. <laughs> I would like to see... I feel like I need to seek out the um, episode or episodes, I'm not sure, yeah. of casualty that Mr. Kochev directed because I feel like there could be some very good, very dangerous cool. setups there. Very cool. He also did Weekend at Bernie's, but I found casualty more interesting. Very cool. So... Reasons to dump you. Oh, well, I've not given you any. Well, this is a bit of a worry, isn't it? Because you haven't given me many. Yeah. Not many at all. So there's none. I'm perfect. Well, you've enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. And that's kind of annoyed me because it's set a benchmark of, oh, quite enjoyed that. Oh, that was fine. I kind of agree with 99% of what you've said about the film. I think the only thing, the only reason I could see to dump you is that you don't see the value in owning a Rambo. Oh, listen. Are you... Honestly, I'm going to get angry. You're not getting one, and that's that. Well, that's going to be my reason to dump you, which is weak. I'll be honest, if you buy one, I'm dumping you. No, you've already dumped. <laughs> I've been waiting 30 years to get permission to get that knife. <laughs> no, permission denied. <laughs> Permission denied. We'll tear up this contract here and right now, now Mister. In all honesty, man. though, while we were talking, I did not see, see one reason to write down a, a reason to dump you, and I was really hoping there'd be plenty. Well, there aren't because I'm charming. <laughs> so let's leave it there. Well done, you. You've broken the duck. You've done it. Well done. That was fantastic. Um, yeah. So that's reasons to dump you. I hope you enjoyed listening. Yes, we I hope, hope you we enjoyed did. rewatching Rambo. Yes. If you didn't enjoy watching it, I'm sorry. If you didn't watch it, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go I'll and watch it, it or at least watch the trailer because the trailer's cracking. Absolutely. Um, if you like the podcast, please rate us with five stars wherever um, you get your podcasts or wherever you listen to them. And you can follow us on Instagram at reasons underscore pod. You can even DM us if you want. As oh, long do as it's it. nice. Why not? And um, yeah, we will see you next time for hopefully some actual reasons to dump you. Oh, there will be. <laughs> All right. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye.